0: Hey everybody, it's your boy, Eduardo Jackson, CEO, founder, creator of the Cinema Draft Game. We're back after another fun, successful, kind of strange weekend. Uh, as far as the box office goes, there are some very divergent strategies which played out and I look forward to exploring a few of them. A lot of fun out there. So let's take a look at what went down this weekend in the feature presentation. And Surprise, surprise, the winner this week was yours truly, Cinema Draft Swag, the founder of the game. It was me, tis I, I won the side bets, my whiteboard gets filled up, that's an inside joke for the people who are in the group chat, and I'm very excited to be back on the prowl, and let's take a look at my call sheet, and also, which doubles as the call sheet of the week. Yay me! Okay, so uh, basically, I went with uh, I went with a stars and scrub strategy, which employed headliners from Wonder Woman, which was a hefty thirty-four thousand, Chris Pine, Kevin Hart, Captain Underpants, seventeen thousand. He was the, the slight cheaper of the two headliners, and from that, I just kind of went in on Paris can wait. Uh, I mean the, the scrubs this week were are only getting about uh, five to eight points so while three idiotas had potential i did get exposure to that with a headliner stack from three idiotas 8.54 not bad but there was a common i wouldn't say a common theme but there was a a, a prevailing thought among some in the group chat that three idiotas is going to do truly gangbusters business there's even a rumor it's going to do two million over the weekend um, but I just kind of, I really couldn't afford th- that much three idiotas, uh, if I wanted to get Captain Underpants and Wonder Woman in there, uh, I guess, uh, I guess the word on the street was you couldn't do like, you know, a six pack or something with three idiotas if you had both Wonder Woman and Captain Underpants. I was pretty confident Captain Underpants would come in at around, you know, somewhere between, you know, 23 and 30 million. So I think it did exactly like 23, so. So for me, it was worth that price. Uh, Three idiotas, I guess, underperformed expectations, but still did, you know, fairly solid 600,000. So that got us 8.54 points from each of the two headliners. And I pretty much punted the limited release category. I went with the non-headliner and snatched after my five-pack of Paris Can Wait because I was running out of money. So I had 400 left over. This is also your Call She the Week, which means, lucky people, that the bonus for Call She the Week the $25 bonus rolls into next week. So lucky person who wins the call sheet of the week next week, if they beat my sheet, will get a $50 bonus instead of $25. Something to shoot for. Okay, so who came in second? It was Fam of the Pod, my podcasting pal, Jay Devlin. Let's take a look at his call sheet. I think it was fairly similar. Yes, yeah, so it was pretty similar. He had the... the the headliner duo of Chris Pine and Kevin Hart, Wonder Woman, Captain Underpants, respectively. He had a one, two, three, he had a four-pack of Paris Can Wait, uh, headliner stack of three idiotas, and then uh, Beauty and the Beast and The Wedding Plan. And these all say platform, but actually Beauty, Beauty and the Beast was limited release last week, so ignore that. While we're working on getting these call sheets to freeze the release type of the week that they're actually released. Right now, they're all fairly dynamic and change every time we change. But yeah, we expect Beauty and the Beast to be platform this week. But last week, it was limited release. So there's that. So, so yeah, so I guess the only... So the thing that cost him the three-point difference, because mine was 228.40 points, and I believe his is 225.25 points. So the difference really was... Coming down to Beauty and the Beast, because that limited release it only got you 1.85 points. And well, I mean, I kind of punted limited release, but I somehow I got a little bit more out of uh, out of Amy Schumer's snatch movie with a non-headliner than Jay Devin was able to get with a headliner. But also the wedding plan just kind of creaked along, made about 200 grand this weekend, so only good for 2.94 as a headliner. So that was where our call sheets diverged and gave me the three point margin. For the win, all right, third place. Oh, but you know, the, the the great part about this game, even though I was first, I can't win any money because I own the game. So, uh, so first place money goes to our second place finisher, Jay Devlin. Congratulations, enjoy that 46 25. Good sir. Uh, the Roan came in third, and I, I gotta give it up to the Roan. I mean, I don't know what it is lately, but he's turned it on these last few weeks. He's consistently in the top five. He's He won the feature presentation three weeks ago. So give it up for the Roan, he's locked in now. I don't know what's happened in his personal life or whatever, but he's locked in and gunning for the top spot once again. And he also had Wonder, uh, Chris Pine, Kevin Hart, uh, Three Idiotas headliner stack. He had a three pack of Paris Can Wait, a headliner stack of The Wedding Plan, And then uh, the boss baby, Steve Buscemi, as a headliner. And he was only about six points off the pace. So very solid call sheet, Laron. And I can't wait to see what you're going to do this upcoming week, because you definitely seem to be on it. All right, so fourth place. Excellent. He's another late charger. I mean, he's been playing for, for a minute, but he's been really good really of late. I believe he actually took down uh, the $20 gaffer for $10. Bucks. So, well done. And, and he had the distinction of, I guess we call it, I guess he had the distinction of what we call a max cash. He cashed in all five of our contests. So, well done there. Excellent. Looking forward to your cash out. So, yeah. So, his call sheet basically had Chris Pine, Kevin Hart, one, two, a, a two non-headliner stack of Paris can wait, a three pack of three idiotas, and uh, and two actors from The Boss Baby, and he was at which was good for two twenty one sixty two, just under seven points off the pace. All right, and rounding out the top five would be Bethany Volante. and she also had herself a week cashing in four out of the five contests, uh, did far better than her husband, uh, Michael Vellante, who caught the bad wind of a strategy that we'll go into uh, in, a, in a minute. But Bethany Vellante coming on strong these last couple weeks. Congratulations to your fifth place finish. And her call sheet had Kevin Hart, Chris Pine, one, two, three. She had three, three idiots. She had three idiotas. She had three of the three idiotas. She had, a, she had a headliner and a non-headliner from Paris Can Wait and a non-headliner from The Boss Baby. And God of War is what tripped her up. God of War actually did pretty damn bad. It only scratched its way to... Let's see. Well, this wrong, Weekend. It actually scratched its way to something ridiculous, like 23,000-something just... just bonkers bads, bonkers low, God of War, there it is, 23,912, so that by default gets you a min score of 1.0, 1.40 if if she had a headliner, and she did not, but wouldn't have made a difference, Uh, she was of all her salary, wouldn't have made a difference because did nothing at the box office, might have been a salary play as well, Um, and so 217.82, very solid call sheet. Welcome to the top five, Bethany Volante. Enjoy your stay. And so, let's take a look at an off-the-beaten-path call sheet. Oh, look, Kiana. She was great. She was on our podcast a few weeks ago. Gave us great ratings or viewing. So, I appreciate that. But let's take a look at Michael Volante because he had a similar strategy to ring balls. And let's let's just pour a little liquor out just for a second. Let's 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 show our deference to the streak that was—it was a record-setting, I believe, it was a 15-week, 14-week streak of uh, of caches by Ring Balls 22. We're talking, damn, I guess nearly about three and a half months of straight cash, homie, going to the homie, Ring Balls 22. Every week, hitting that cash out button—that's that, what Cinema Drafts all about. Free to play, and you can win money based off your box office knowledge. So. So, Michael Vellante's strategy was similar to Ring Balls. He went damn near all in. He went seven, he, he, did, a, he did a seven pack of three idiotas Wonder Woman headliner, and then headliners from Diary of a Wimpy Kid, and also a non headliner, Joan Cusack from Snatched. And yeah, it didn't, didn't do what he thought it would do for him. Well, but that, well, the problem was Diary of a Wimpy Kid was still in wide release. This show's limited, but it was still a wide release this weekend. And that was a perfect example of a movie being too wide for its own good. It's only on 2088 screen, so it was barely a wide release. And that definitely hurt it for us in the game. So when you went with Three Idiotas, because of the rumors that it was going to do, you know, 1.5, 2 million you know, that weekend. I mean, I understand the allure. Trust me, I do. I mean. I mean, you know, who wouldn't want fifteen to twenty points per actor? You know, you know, looking at twenty-eight points from a headliner from three idiotas. I mean, it's, it's sexy. And also the whole population density, population proximity, whole thing that Jay Devil and I have been talking about with these foreign focus films, all that stuff comes into play. But yeah, but alas did not come through for Michael Vellante and caught up in a similar strategy. Was Ring Balls 22. There is a joke about how deep he was on Three Idiotas. I will not indulge it. But he still ended up in about 10th place, 200.20 points. Uh, not good up to cash, but he went all in on Three Idiotas. He, he did the Jay Devlin, you know, kamikaze plan and went all out on Three yotas, an eight pack, or what we call a max stack, because that is the most you can have of any one movie in this game. So he was, he was out there. He let it flap in the wind. Uh, eight pack or uh, max stack of three idiotas, uh, Wonder Woman headliner and Emma Watson headlining Beauty and the Beast. Close but not, but no cigar about 22 points behind. Uh, kind of blown out Cleveland Indian uh, Cleveland Cavaliers style, but you know what? I have faith that he's gonna come back with an even stronger call sheet this week. The gauntlet is laid, sir. Pick it up. I have no idea what that's from. I just felt like doing a funny accent. Okay, so let's take a look at what we've got on tap for this week in the talent pool real quick. And of course, we'll go deeper into it in the shot list, uh, which will be, you know, with my special guest this week, Robin Dion, uh, actor from L.A., and one of my classmates from the Spelman College Theater Department. Okay, so what we covered, so what we'll cover is the Mummy. That's That's a new film coming out this week. Starring Tom Cruise. The God. Kicking off Universal's Dark Universe. Uh, tempt at an expanded cinematic universe a la DC and Marvel. Uh, also, It Comes at Night. That is a horror flick, which I am totally guesstimating will be on 800 screens. Kind of have no idea uh, right now. We haven't seen any box office data projecting what it's going to be opening on yet. Megan Levy. Dogs, the military, Kate Mara, all three things America loves. So we're also guesstimating that if the studio is smart, they will not wide release this movie. They will at least platform it out a little bit by sticking it in limited release. It's going to be showing on several screens here in Vegas. So if it if it's on 1,500 screens, that might be the sweet spot for it's open. And uh, My Cousin Rachel, which early projections have it exactly on the dot at 500 if that is so that is the reason why i priced it up because a truly maximum level platform release movie starring a known quantity as Rachel Weiss Sam Claflin's getting a little more profile these days from Hunger Games and uh, The Me Without You and some other stuff so yeah my cousin Rachel 7500 for non headliner all the way up to 8500 for Rachel Weiss uh, the Mummy, Tom Cruise, 23500 a little bit price prohibitive, but also Sophia Butella, The Mummy herself, 21000 out there wrecking shop. You might want to take a look at getting her on your call sheet. Let's see. It, it comes from Knights, a bit of a wild card. Keep your eye on that. Churchill, I believe, kind of held uh, held its pricing a little bit. Three idiots, we had to drop somewhat dramatically. might be out of... Hell, it might even be out of screens, uh, off of, out of the movie theater in a couple weeks. So if you're going to get some money off Three Idiotas, now is the time. And then uh, Captain Underpants, we just figured it would be such a tough competition in the marketplace this weekend. We dropped about 5000 per actor. Wonder Woman, we brought it a little bit down to earth, but down 8000 per actor. Baywatch, we definitely dropped that down. It's down almost 10000 an actor. Pirates of the Caribbean, Twelve thousand five hundred up to fourteen fifty. Alien Covenant is definitely getting reduced as we expect it as we expected to slip just barely into limited release. That one also might be worth a look in limited release if if uh, if no no one else comes to challenge it. Like my cousin Rachel, I actually now the more I think about this, the more I think the Alien Covenant might not be the worst thing you do in limited. I mean. Let's look at what it did last weekend. Four point one two million on mm, fifteen hundred screens. So let's say it's only on eleven hundred screens, or or yeah, sorry, eleven hundred dollars per screen on basically eighteen hundred and eighty screens. That's two dollars. That's two million and some change. So let's keep that in mind if you're looking for a semi decent. Punt option for limited release that is not Megan Levy. Uh, what else is interesting in here? Not very much. The totally avoid snatch is run its course. Wedding plan, I can't call it. I don't think it's going to grow significantly. I think it's actually going to retrench. That's why I have it down 23 screens on estimate. But you know when you're looking to save salary and you need to punt something, you could do worse than a $5,100 dollar Headliner, like Noah Cooler and Amos Tamam. And then Guardians of Galaxy actually might be a hidden sneaky. Well, actually, it's still going to be wide release, uh, uh, 3,000 screens, which feels a little suspect, feels a little wide. It's been out about a month now. But it's still performing, 2,800 per screen. So hell, if it even does 2,500 per screen... At its current levels, uh, about, what is it, 3,500 screens. Let's say it's down to about 3,000. Damn, that's still 7.5 points, 7.5 million. So keep your eye on that one. I was starting to write it off, but you you might want to keep your eye on that one. And that's really all there is worth talking about this week. Uh, Thank you all for listening and watching and getting the lowdown from this week's previous action. Really good stuff. Follow us on all of our social media outlets, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all that good stuff. Subscribe to us at YouTube or iTunes or wherever you get your fine podcasts. Our corporate blog is medium.com slash at And you know the drill, everybody. Between now and the next time I we, uh, we talk, go see a movie or something.